Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Hey, friends. We are glad to be in studio today and have a great uh, topic that hopefully you'll find enjoyable. It's a concept that Jennifer actually probably discovered and brought to my attention but it's called The Want Match, and it was from a podcast that you listened to, babe, by uh, Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. And it was um, a really interesting concept, and it's going to talk a lot about ways that we kind of match up as couples. And later on in the podcast, we're going to give you, the listeners and friends, um, an opportunity to maybe match up with your partners. A, a cool exercise that one of um, the counselors that we've worked with, Emil Harker, who was fantastic, probably like helped save our marriage, but like he helped bring this about. And so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the podcast. But babe, with the want match that you discovered with the Life Coach School, tell us a little bit of what is that? What is this concept? Yeah. Um, well, I found it really fascinating. It really resonated with me because I think we all want things in our life and in our marriage and with different things. And sometimes we think we want something in our marriage, but our spouse maybe isn't really all into that. We'll take, for example, going to the ballet. Like you do take me to the ballet, but it's possible that you're just doing it. You don't really want to. (laughs) Just say hypothetically (laughs) Hypothetically. And that's not necessarily a great example, but, or going shopping with me. Like I like going shopping. I could go shopping for eight hours and like, be in heaven the entire eight hours. You're like dying at about hour two and you're like, okay, we're done. Yeah. You've got a black belt in shopping. I like want to look at everything. I want to touch all the fabric. I want to- Multiple stores. Try things on. I want to just look at all the beautiful clothes or the shoes or whatever, or the furniture. So sometimes maybe if that is you or if your husband loves golfing and he wants to golf every day and you're like, I have about- once a week in me. So I think instead of just relying on your spouse to meet all your wants, that you find someone else. You might find a friend or a daughter or a son or someone else in your life that can meet those. So you're still getting your wants met in your life instead of always expecting your husband or your wife to meet those. Because I think it can cause lots of conflict, lots of irritation. So yeah, I think that was an issue that we had for a long time was that we were trying to find a single source to bring all of our happiness together, right? right. I can yeah. go to dinner with you as well as golf with you and go to a movie with you and play cards with you and talk about work with you. And it was like, yeah. I need to find other people that not necessarily have just one source for all of that right. and vice versa. Yeah. And you need to find space for those opportunities, you know, join a club, create your own club, a dinner group, whatever. But I think sometimes we get fixated on, oh no, our spouse, especially when we first get married, we expect an unhealthy balance. Like, oh, we have to do everything together. So I just think it's, it's and even good in certain cultures, yeah. you kind of do that, right? You, we kind of think like, oh, I'm not a good spouse if I don't do all these things with my spouse. But reality is, it's like. 
you can kind of get worn out just doing the same thing over and over again. So what we're going to talk about is how to find other matches and why that's okay to find other matches with other people in different components of your life. And then again, we're going to do this matchup on couples, which is actually, honestly, you know, just hang tight with this because I think the end is really going to be a very cool uh, exercise. Yeah. And I think, it, you know, if you do expect that from your spouse, you're going to have lots of resentment and and of course, the reason why you're attracted to someone is because you have a lot of similarities, a lot of interests, but to find the things you do have in common, but then the things that are also really important and finding those things through other people. As we're talking about this and like, you know, having someone else meet your needs, um, we should definitely say that there needs to be boundaries and discussions about oh, this. Oh, come on. Really? No, you're right. Yeah. This can, yeah, get, it can get crazy fast. It could be. I mean, if you don't feel like your spouse is great in bed, that doesn't mean you're letting your spouse. Yeah. Have- say, great. You can have free reign, go have sex with whoever you want to. As long as we can cook together <laughs> and shop together, that's all I really need. It's like, yeah, no, or to be you want to go to lunch, but you want to go to lunch with Joe or Rick um, as a husband, I don't think you would be okay with that. I don't know. Right. If, if you wanted to go yeah. to, to lunch with other men because that fulfills you, do you like to do that? It's like, no, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, somebody else, maybe that's their deal. But for us, we're going to communicate through that and say, no, these are the healthy boundaries that we both agree on. Yeah. For sure. And I can think of some things maybe with us, if we got candid and open with our listeners about is to say, for me... I I would look at you a lot of times and and think like I would treat you almost like a a wife, but then also like a buddy. Mm -hmm. Like I want to do things with you clearly, like skiing or golfing or great night out or whatever it is. But it's like if I look at you as a wife and also as a buddy, it's a different experience. And if I'm honest, it probably doesn't totally fill my cup like some like we call it guy time in the house. I'm like, babe, I just need some guy time, like seriously. And for a long time, I don't think that we acknowledge that. And I wouldn't want to talk about it because I'm like, oh, I feel guilty even bringing this up because like my spouse should be everything to me. And I should want to only do something with my spouse. And what a jerk for wanting to do something with your guys, your buddies. And so that would kind of go to the back burner. But I think we talked about it when we, you know, damn near wrecked everything and to say, that's a big need is to say, I've, I've got to have some time away from you to go do something with somebody else that maybe I'm really matched up really with. And, and, and by doing so I come back better. Yeah. Right? It's much healthier. Cause if you're just relying on one person to meet all your needs, that's impossible. And it sets them up for failure. What were some things I would like that for you that like, maybe you felt like you had to do, I know shopping, that was definitely one. Yeah. Um, maybe for me, like if I'm watching sports with you, yeah. maybe you want to, you know, you wanted me to watch the entire game. Okay. I can do that every now and again, but for a whole weekend, no, I would rather... We're watching every Dallas Cowboy game, <laughs> start to finish. Eh, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I love getting Manny Petties. Honestly, I can just go do that on my own and I'm fine. But if I'm feeling like, you know, I want someone to go with, I think it would be better for me to find a neighbor, friend, someone, ask someone else. That's a good point because I, I think also when you try to drag that other person along to your thing, what happens is 
you're not fulfilled either. Let's use the Manny Petty example. Mm-hmm. Okay, full full disclosure. I've done my fair share of Manny <laughs> Petties, and I'm man enough to admit it. And sometimes these these darn cuticles just need to get pushed back. They Ladies, do. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and those guys that have done it, you know what I'm talking about. But I couldn't go nearly as much as you do, so I'm almost kind of like a wet blanket on the the fire by dragging me to this because it's like I'm just here and I'm in the chair with you, but it's so much more fulfilling by finding somebody else that is a good match for that particular activity than just constantly relying upon that with your spouse to think that they're going to fill all of those needs for you and you need to go kind of someplace else to maybe do that. Yeah. So I I just think it's important. Uh, We all have different wants and desires. And also it gives you the opportunity to make new friends, which I have really tried to embrace this year. Turning 50, I've had friend issues probably our entire marriage. And that was all made up in my head. But I just was like, you know what? I'm embracing this. I'm finding people. I'm I'm going to be the person that asks someone to go to lunch, to go get our nails done, to go work out with. And it's really been life-changing for me, honestly, because I, and I think it's really helped our marriage because I didn't just rely on you to meet all of my needs. I realized, no, I need to meet them. And if I would rather go with someone else, like I like to work out with friends then I can ask someone and I just, it takes that extra step, but it's just created a much more fulfilling life for myself. And I think has added a lot to our marriage. And I'll tell you something that's added to the marriage with that, babe. And, I, and I'm with you hundred percent is that, you know, imagine for a moment, whether you've got little kids at home or they're all out of the house, it doesn't matter for you to have like your own life and you've matched up with other people and other aspects of your life. When we come together, you've got something to share and it makes it much more of a dynamic conversation and it's engaging and is exciting versus I have nothing to tell you because you know, I've been with you all day and all weekend. and We've been attached at the hip. Right. I've got it's nothing so, else to. It's so true. And I think, you know, even branching out besides your family, a lot of people just stay in their family um, dynamic, which is fine, but I think it's exciting to go meet new people and well and also what if that's not a a great match either it's like i just do something with my sister because she's there but she's not really the best one to to do she goes to manny petty's with me she's not the best one she's actually a great lunch person her and i we lunch like nobody's biz right yeah yeah it's true so just finding those people that can meet the wants that you have and um so anyway so when Kevin and I had first started meeting with a counselor, we oh, so we're going to we're going to yeah. do exercise. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. So our counselor had us. Um, Kevin's going to explain what happened, but really, this particular exercise was one of the things that really started bringing us back together. Was doing this exercise, and there's lots of fascinating things that I thought about it. But I'm going to let Kevin explain what it was. Okay. Thanks, babe. Um, well, this is a first. I get to, I get to explain the concept. Thank you. Um, so our counselor, again, Emil Harker, amazing counselor. When I was basically kind of going through soul searching and whatnot, he said, look, here, here's your choices, man. Um, you, you stay married. You go off with your girlfriend. You find another girlfriend. Like you're back in the dating pool. Like these are your choices. This is it. And I'm like, okay. 
He goes, let me, let me tell you what I would do. He said, I want you to go home and I want you to draw a big circle on a piece of paper. And again, we would encourage all of you to do this as kind of a fascinating deal, to draw a big circle on a piece of paper. And he said, I want you to write everything that you want in your relationship inside the circle. Everything you do not want in your relationship, I want you to write outside the circle. And it seems really simple. And at first you can start to do some like kind of superficial things and easy. But then when you start to really drill down and dig down to say, what do I really want in my spouse? And what do I really, really want our relationship to look like? It starts to take its own form. And what that's doing basically in this subject, it's helping you to find your match with one another. And so I did this years ago, several years ago. And at the time, I looked at that, and, and in preparation for this podcast, I last night said, you know what, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to see you know, what's in the circle and what's outside the circle as we've evolved and changed and whatnot. And I drew the circle and put everything in that I wanted and everything that I did not want in a relationship outside. It was amazing because it's like almost the same damn things, <laughs> right? So here, like we've evolved and changed and I'm like, Wow, at the core, I might have used a different word or, or something, but reality is it was all the same. And so for us, Jennifer did one. Like the mm -hmm. counselor email had Jennifer do one. He had me do one. And then we got to compare those with one another. And it was interesting for me to look at yours, I think, is to say, am I or can I be that person that's inside your circle? Honestly. And then I look outside the circle and say, what am I doing outside the circle there? And I can, can I see that? And I can see how no one wants, you know, that aspect in their marriage with whatnot and in their relationship. So yeah, I'll, I'll just stop there for just a second, mm -hmm. babe, and say, yeah. would you want to add something to that? Yeah. I mean, it was such a interesting exercise and what I found interesting about it. So when we did it several years ago, both of us had a lot of things outside our circle that we thought each other had. Does that make sense? So we, we each, like when we highlighted different things, like, oh, Kevin's definitely this, uh, Jennifer's definitely yeah, this. Yeah, I think what you were saying was yeah. that um, just prior to this recording, you were saying that we were actually functioning outside the yes. circle. Yeah, our marriage at the time, I mean, for many reasons, but probably for years, several things we were doing with each other were things that we both had put outside our circles. Kevin was doing things outside my circle. I was doing a lot outside. We were also doing some things inside the circle, but definitely not as many as were outside. Hence why our marriage was really struggling among other reasons. But um, it's like things outside the circle might include somebody that, you know, wants to blame. Like you're like, I don't want to be with someone that wants to blame me for everything all the time. Or I don't want to be with somebody that complains all the time or someone who's depressed or someone that's unfaithful, someone who mm -hmm. nags, a control freak, you know, whatever that is outside. And what what else would you add? There, yeah, like, judgmental, unforgiving, uh, swearing. <laughs> Well, that was funny. That, that's, that's, still, that's still outside the that, circle. I'm still living outside the circle there. Yeah, but. it's okay. I, I'm tolerating that. Yeah, Angry, so, critical. Anyways, there's 
you know, other things, but it's almost like but we, we were, were living outside. Yeah, we there. were living and focusing on all those things. And then our inside of the circle, even though, I mean, some of the things, I mean, it wasn't like anything in the inside of the circle that we had to really, I had kind, um, affectionate. Those things you are innately. However, to me, you might not have been being that at the time. Or on a consistent basis. Or on a consistent like, basis. Like this is just how I live is that I'm kind and good and right. right. And so um wasn't like I was asking you or you were asking me to change necessarily who I was, but who I was, I wasn't really focusing on. When I saw your circle, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And some of them, you know, maybe it's hard to tell your wife, like, lose weight or – yeah, I mean, if I if I um, looked at some of those things that were on there, like maybe more difficult discussions, I would say, you know, I want someone that just gets me. Yeah. And you might say, well, what does that mean? Right. I'm like, you know, someone that just understands, like, when I'm having a bad day, you're going to know how to take care of me. And I remember distinctly when we had this conversation, I said, there was a couple we went out with that we were on a like a triple date, and this person was, we were all there. Five of the six were there. He was joining us. He was late. And then all of a sudden, his wife knew what he wanted on the menu to get and knew that he wanted a Diet Coke, light ice, mm-hmm. two limes, like whatever the hell right. it was. There we go to the swearing part outside. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, whatever the hell it was. And she just got it. And he comes in. He gives her a kiss. And he's like, babe, like you totally got like exactly what I wanted. And I was like, she just got him. Right. And, and I was like, that's what I want. And it's yeah. not that you didn't know how to do that, but mm-hmm. like, how do we do that on a consistent basis or whatever? And so right. that was something. right. And it's that also leads because we are totally disconnected from each other. And, but yes, a lot of those things inside the circle, as well as my circle, it took time, but it was not impossible. It wasn't like I was asking you to change uh, in a way that you didn't want to. So I, I wasn't asking. And you weren't asking me necessarily to do anything because that's not helpful either. If I want you to, you know, be able to lift 500 pounds yeah, every that, day. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> that's not going to happen, right? You know, if someone could want that, I don't know. But um, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. An unrealistic. If, if you put in the circle, mm-hmm. I need you, Kevin, to be an amazing fix-it guy around the house. Yes, that's I'm a like, good one. I'm like – is that like in all caps? Is that a good, super important to you? Because if it is, like, we're destined for failure. Right. But I think that, that what you could do, and I think what we did, and we would encourage listeners mm-hmm. and friends to do, draw inside the circle, and then we looked at each other's circle and to say, could I be that person? Is that me? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, no one's going to be batting a thousand here and say, I've, right. got, I've got every single aspect ever. But you could say, no, these are maybe the big issues for me. Like, these are these are... The non-negotiables, the deal, yeah, deal breakers. Yep, yep. Yeah. And so then the other things you look at and say, all right, I can, I can become that. And I'll, I'll give you one. Was that I think I told you, like, babe, I want you to kind of like, just like, let's be flirtatious, like, right. with one another. Like, what do you mean? And I was like, shit, that's what I mean. It's like, I've got like, there we go back outside the circle again. <laughs> but I look at that as to say, you know, if to flirt and and I think one of the things is. When you looked at things inside my circle, and I like the things inside of your circle. One, I really wanted to become that person for you because I loved you. And two, you did that. But what really resonated well with me is that you looked at like most of these things and you said, that's actually the person I want to be. And right. I think we had this epiphany 
like all these years later after doing this exercise, and we just talked about this in preparation of this, mm-hmm. is to say, you know, you, you became those things because you wanted to be and because you had the capabilities and the tools and we were able mm-hmm. to communicate all of that. You didn't do it for me and I didn't do it for you. But what's happened is, is that the relationship has evolved in such a way that we're really trying to live inside the circle more and less don't do outside the circle, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's totally true. It's totally true. So it would be a good way to check in. You know, even if you've been married for 25 years, if you've been married one year, if you're thinking about getting married, kind of create a circle. And of course, don't expect that the person is going to have every quality inside your circle no one's perfect. So we're going to have some things outside our circle. And then think about what you can live with, what you can't live without. Um, is it possible, you know, to, for my spouse, you know, does she want, or does he want to maybe try to do this? Like cooking is really important to you. It's not my strong suit, but I really try. Like I Babe, honestly, do you're lots killing of it. things. <laughs> so from when we first like yeah. got married and we're screwing up macaroni and cheese from a box to like yeah. now, like you make amazing meals. Like absolutely. Yeah. So it's just people can change, make a difference, and do better. Yeah, and and I think that what you can do is things inside the circle. Like let's say for me. You know, doing things with and activities with all the time and sports things or whatever, if that's really important to me, this is where the other component comes in is is finding the want matches to say, you know what, babe, could you be that person? And you're like, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, okay, if that's a real big need for me, can I go find that with, you know, a buddy of mine? Yeah. You know, or two buddies of mine or whatever and say, I can find other matches in there so that you have, you're living your best life, you're living more fulfilled and your spouse is doing almost all of that or a huge Mm -hmm. chunk of it. So you get your cup filled, but those other things that, you know, that maybe don't matter as much, you can go find from some other. Yeah. And you're not holding each other back from, from being truly happy and And fulfilled. fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. So hopefully everyone enjoyed figuring out, you guys can um, let us know. Hopefully you are mostly a want match with your spouse and finding ways to improve that or finding other people outside your marriage to help you meet those needs. Friends, one of the greatest compliments you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 